You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I am your host, Kate Madjuke. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And of course, as always, I am joined by the lovely Marcus Mosher. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Give the show a follow at Locked On Dynasty. Hit that subscribe button. Leave those five-star reviews. We are leading you to a Dynasty Championship this season, folks. Yes, we are. And hopefully, Kate, we're doing that with Aaron Rodgers on our team, right? We got a lot. We might be. We might be. We got some Aaron Rodgers news to talk about. So uh, we actually got started a little bit later on today's show than usual. And it's a good thing we did because it appears... Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay for one more season, maybe two, uh, depending on the reports. But uh, first and foremost, what's your initial reaction to to Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay? I'm rolling my eyes because I felt like that was inevitable. It felt really inevitable to me. Um, I I just like Aaron Rodgers does want to play football. I don't think he wants to sit out. I don't think he wants to not play. I think uh, he's coming off an MVP season where it it was statistically just his most beautiful performance. I just think uh, it would have been a really silly move for him not to return to football in any fashion. But my goodness, the drama, (laughs) the drama. But this gives dynasty managers a really nice Nice picture heading into the 2021 fantasy season because you at least get one more solid year out of Aaron Rodgers, but you also get Devontae Adams in that connection back. We saw the the last dance photo that they each posted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we we both, uh, you know, sort of, or all of us had to believe that that was sort of what was on their mind. It came out that... Uh, we have Devonte Adams, who has stopped having these long-term contract conversations, so he's now set to become a free agent. The ramifications of this are huge mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah, so I mean, you said solid season for Aaron Rodgers, and I think it's it's reasonable to assume maybe even better than that, right? Because 2020, he finished second in points per game in standard quarterback scoring. Uh, I, I think this is somebody who. Kate, every single week that he's active and playing, we're going to rank him as a top five quarterback option regardless of who he's playing on defense. So I think we're getting an elite quarterback back on a team that's, you know, ready to put up a bunch of points. They've got weapons all over the place. How can you not be excited about Aaron Rodgers coming back? The only concern, so this is what I want to sort of pose to you about Aaron Rodgers and his fantasy football value heading into this season, because I mean, we, we had a, a very, very nice, a very solid year. And like I mentioned before, statistically, you can't, you can't beat the efficiency. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a 70.7% completion percentage, 9.1% touchdown rate. Ridiculous. Off mm-hmm. the charts. He's thrown for uh, 1% or fewer. Uh, I don't even know what the, the correct <laughs> grammar way to say that is, yeah, but yeah. 1% or less uh, interception rate over the last three seasons. Clearly, this offense is coming together, but do you have any concern about the fact that like, we saw a relatively low uh, passing volume last season, just 526 pass attempts, 
pair that with the efficiency, which I do think we have to progress, we'll go back down and, and have some regression. I mean, 70.7% completion rate, his career average is 65%. <laughs> and that's that's including that yeah, yep. 70% average that just totally shoots his percentage com- or completion percentage through the roof. Uh, his career touchdown rate, still fantastic, 6.3%. But every single year we've seen these quarterbacks, we saw it with Patrick Mahomes. We saw it with Lamar Jackson. They regress. And... Are you stressed out about what that means for Aaron Rodgers at all if we don't see a high passing volume because he's not a big rusher? Right. Like, what do we look forward to for Aaron Rodgers in 2021? So I think if you look at the years before that, right, the, he, the volume was there. Like in 2018, 372 passes uh, – excuse me – 372 completions, 597 attempts. In 2019, 569 attempts. So I, I I think there's a chance that the volume goes up and the efficiency goes down. But one of the reasons in like 2018, 2019, why, why he wasn't as efficient as usual is because Devontae Adams missed time, right? In 2019, Adams missed a ton of time that season not being healthy. Um, I think it's fair to expect him to stay healthy. He's done it for most of his career. It does seem like, you know, he's got a connection with Robert Tunyon. Aaron Jones is back. The offensive line should be really good. I, I'm not sure we're going to get an MVP season, Kate, from Aaron Rodgers where he's throwing 48 touchdowns. But a 40-touchdown season with, let's say, 4,500 passing yards, I think that's very re- very realistic. Wouldn't you agree? I think it's realistic. Um, but I think my concern comes off the fact that, like, that sort of statistical efficiency, we should be projecting a, a finish as the quarterback one. So what is Aaron Rodgers' ceiling is my question. Because mm. we did, we saw the best season of his career, and we still didn't get that quarterback one finish. He has uh, slowly and steadily saw fewer and fewer rushing yards over the last few seasons. You used to be able to count on, like, 300 to 400 rushing yards for Aaron Rodgers, but that's that's not the case anymore. Um, but we do have to project that you know this is going to need to come on on the back of passing volume, passing efficiency. Do you think the quarter or the the ceiling for Aaron Rodgers is again top five? Because I'm looking at the situation and I just I kind of want him off my team now that the now that the news is coming out. Yeah, I I can kind of understand that, right? Because this is probably the time to sell him because, you know, there is a lot of positive buzz. He is coming off an MVP season. I'm just not sure you're going to get your bang for your buck because I'm looking at Dynasty League football right now, and he's not even a top 10 quarterback in in their rankings. So maybe the play is just hold on to him and maybe deal him in season after a couple injuries because I, I do agree. I'm not sure this is the, the right time to trade him. Um, we're going to talk more about Aaron Rodgers in just a second, Kate, but I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors, and it's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 15% off your next box. 
All right, so we're going to continue talking about Aaron Rodgers, but there's also this other part of it with Devontae Adams. He's going into the, the final year of his contract, and literally, literally as we're recording this, Kate, we get this tweet from Adam Schefter, and it says, With Aaron Rodgers expected to return to Green Bay, Devontae Adams now is willing to listen to any contract discussions the team would like to have. Adams is open to a deal. That is new information considering over the weekend, uh, some of the, the, the contract negotiations broke off. It seemed like there was a lot of hurt feelings there. How do we feel now about the, the likelihood of Adams returning not only in 2021, but maybe in 2022 and 2023? You know, I'm, I think that Devontae Adams seems very, very hell-bent, of course, on spending his career with Aaron Rodgers, and if he's not going to be able to play with Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't seem like he's that tied to Green Bay. So I'm not overly concerned about that because I think Devontae Adams is such a skilled possession receiver. I went back and I looked at his splits with and without Aaron Rodgers on the field. He's played 98 games, 91 of those with Aaron Rodgers under center. So we've got a seven-game sample size, but listen to this. Average 16.15 PPR points a game with Aaron Rodgers, which, whew, wow. Uh, Out of that seven-game split, 16.27 PPR points per game. Uh, Averaged uh, 0.6 receiving touchdowns per game with Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. 0.57 receiving touchdowns per game without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the volume has been there for him regardless. So I think if he's if he's in a position that where he can be, uh, you know, the the chance have the chance to lead whatever team he's playing for in targets, I think he's going to be a top five wide receiver. And maybe uh, if if you can sort of uh, juice the Devonte Adams manager on some of that that you know nervousness. Uh, if they're, you know, what what happens if they don't play together anymore? I think y- you got to make a play on that. Yeah. So currently on Dynasty League Football, Devontae Adams has a ADP of uh, he's the, the wide receiver six. Excuse me. Um, does this news of him potentially returning on a new contract and Aaron Rodgers coming back for at least one more year? Does that have you moving up him up at all? No, I think I think that seems pretty right um can i give you the five receivers ahead of him all right you, you, yeah justin jefferson i think jefferson because of the age uh dk metcalf aj brown tyree kill and cd lamb are you taking adams over any of those guys i would take adams over dk metcalf Ooh, that's a spicy take there kate uh, dk metcalf wide receiver too I, i'd love to hear the reasoning why i love dk metcalf first and foremost i mean <laughs> such uh, i literally do you know how many times i've just pulled up the youtube video of him chasing down yes that and saving yeah. that pick six like he's he's a absolute freak athlete i love watching him play football but i do think that Devonte adams is a much better bet for volume overall, I think he's got a much safer floor for volume, period. I, I just think he's he's one of the safest wide receiver assets that also has an incredibly high ceiling. While we have that very high ceiling for DK Metcalf, and I mean, he's tied to Russell Wilson, one of the best and most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL, but... We saw what has happened when, you know, the, the reins are taken away, when they stop letting Russ cook. 
And it's not necessarily a pretty thing for the passing game. That's my concern there. But I don't think uh, – I, I think we're going to see – Devontae Adams be the focal point of his respective offense regardless. There's just so many big-time receivers. They clearly love Tyler Lockett. Mm -hmm. They signed him to a a very nice and lucrative deal, which you're not going to give him the kind of money that you give him with, uh, you know, without plans to be having him around and very involved for a long time. I just, I worry about volume overall. I worry about consistency overall. Um, I mean, even this season, which he had a pretty freaking incredible season, four games as the wide rec- as a wide receiver one, which I think it felt like a lot more than that. Uh, but it, it's not the ceiling's not as as high for me to be willing to put up with these four point three percent or four point three point games, four point eight sure. point games. Sure. Um, it from weeks seven to seventeen, which is when we really saw things crash he was a wide receiver two in nine percent of games a wide receiver three in 64 percent of games ouch that's uncomfortably low so i i don't disagree with you i I think there's a little bit more risk with dk metcalf than what people want to believe i also think there's some risk with Devontae adams i know i've said this on the podcast before but do you know how many thousand yard receiving seasons Devontae Adams has in the NFL, Kate? Uh, We definitely have played this game before. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. You got me. Two. Only two in his career, and he's already 28 years old. Uh, He'll actually turn 29 in December. And there are some things in his you know profile that maybe that we should be concerned about his yards per reception have dropped off pretty steadily since 2016 2016 was the highest of his career at 13.3 last year it was at 11.9 which is pretty pretty low um and then we we've seen the touchdown totals last year right 18 touchdowns that's fantastic 115 receptions if you know, if he's not getting that same time of volume and from Aaron Rodgers, especially in the red zone, I'm just not sure if he's going to be a clear-cut wide receiver one. Excuse me. I just think this might be the time to, to, to trade him now, uh, but we shall see. Um, all right, okay, let's take one more break. So we can talk about bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, and NHL. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Kate, we also had some other news over the weekend. Michael Thomas, uh, it was reported that he had uh, off-season surgery and he's going to miss time. The amount of time, we are not sure. Uh, it sounds like he could be welled into the season, maybe November before he's really healthy. We saw him deal with an ankle injury last year. He's one of these other receivers that's a little bit older than what you think. I believe he is 28 years old. We have no idea how he's going to fit in with Taysom Hill and with Jameis Winston. Are you a bit concerned about Michael Thomas's dynasty value? 
I think this is the perfect time to buy. I am so, so far in on Michael Thomas. It's ridiculous. So let's go and take a look at the wide receivers with 15 or more uh, with the most 15-point PPR performances since 2018. We've got Devontae Adams leading the pack, uh, which, by the way, uh, was looking at just his overall performances. Like, this is just my last and final Devontae Adams comment. He had six games of 30 or more PPR points last game, last season. Mm. That's that's unfathomable, and I just I needed to bring that up before we before I formally jumped the boat. But missed nine games last season, and Michael Thomas is tied for the third most PPR fifteen point PPR performances in that time span with Stephon Diggs and uh, let's see, he's got one more than Tyreek Hill, and he's missed <laughs> all this time. That's insane. And you know what, Michael Thomas, we've looked at his splits with and without your breeze. They are fantastic. Uh-huh. But, yes, uh, I'm a little puzzled um, by by the timing of the injury. I'd love to have or the, the off-season surgery. It seems like they waited a while after the, the close of the surgery. I'm not sure – or close of the season. I'm not sure if they were hoping that uh, perhaps it could be avoided at any point. Uh, but he, he definitely dealt with some very serious injuries last season. And we still saw a, a an impeccable – impeccable performance so I really think it comes down to just how chronic uh do you think this this ankle injury is I just think it's when he's on the field he is a wide receiver one without a doubt Mm. this one's really tough for me because man 26 27 28 these are typically the seasons where we get wide receiver one production after that is when things start to go down so we're now talking about somebody 28 years old who has a history of ankle injuries. And on top of that, Kate, like one of the things we haven't talked about enough is like, could the Saints potentially move on from Michael Thomas after this year? It seems like there's a little bit of, you know, maybe they explored it the, the previous year. I don't know, but it, it see, things seem shaky there with the Saints and Michael Thomas. So I think... You can't sell him, right? Like, this is a terrible time to sell Michael Thomas. You have to wait till he gets back on the field and plays well. So he's got to be a hold. I guess the question is, if if you are a team that's in a win-now mode, do you try to buy Michael Thomas now, hoping that he's healthy for late November, early December? I think that's, that's definitely key for me. Um, I want him in all of my contending rosters because I do think – you need to have a squad that's going to be able to get you to the championship without him. You have no timeline, really. I mean, realistically, you could be looking at November before he's back, and you don't even know if he's fully healthy at that point. But I do think if he's on the field, he's still going to be performing. I mean, literally, while he was injured last season, with Taysom Hill under center, <laughs> had – uh, 19.4 points, 9 points, 19.5 points, 16.4 points. Still averaged 12 PPR points per game last season. Very small sample size, but, I mean, we know how injured he was. We know he came back uh, just for the, the sake of playing with with Drew Brees again. He really wanted to be back on the field. He wanted to be with the team. But, I mean, how do you say no to that kind of production? Because I think as long as he's on the field, he is he's the de facto, de facto guy. 
It's just a matter of do you think he's going to get on the field and do you think your roster is sustainable while you wait for that. that that's my thing, Kate. It's like I just I, – I don't know. It depends on your team, obviously. And then there's this part of it like if it, he doesn't come back till late November, early December – like how healthy is he really going to be? And like, are the Saints going to give him his usual twelve targets a game? Probably not. And if the Saints are out of contention, there's really no reason to rush him back. Like, just let him get healthy for the 2022 season. So, I think there's a lot of risk here. I think you know, for somebody who dealt with injuries last year and now is dealing with them again, I'm probably not somebody that's going to be buying Michael Thomas. It sounds like you are. Just. I mean, again, we haven't had a ton of Michael Thomas trades over the last couple of days as people are kind of waiting to see how this plays out. But, like, what would you be care- or, you know, able to give another owner for Michael Thomas? Oh, that's tough. Um, I, I mean, definitely, I, I think something that you have in your corner for leverage, um, I want to first highlight the, the rapid drop in ADP. Yeah, it's been so rough. starting last season, starting the 2020 season, he was the five five like the, the overall. He averaged uh, being the fifth overall pick in dynasty, and he's fallen as low as like the thirty six overall pick. So that means he's going at the end of the third round, and you know the upside is there. Yep. I mean, I'm very comfortable. Uh, I would probably trade uh, two firsts for him at this point. Ooh, ooh. All right. We're... And I'm I'm not all that. I I think that feels he like can probably get away. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely worth it because we know the upside and it is very safely uh, wide receiver one value. It's just a matter of whether or not he's on the field. And I do think, yes, uh, though he's he's getting a bit older, mm-hmm. uh, he's still I mean, he's still like 28 just, years old. He's got yep. five years yep. like he's got five years on a slate and he didn't play most of uh, last season. So I do think it. You know, in in terms of how many miles does he have left in the tank? I think he's got plenty. So we want to hear what your trades are for not only Michael Thomas, but also Aaron Rodgers. Like, how are you guys dealing with him in one quarterback leagues, two quarterback leagues? Are you being aggressive to go out and get Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Where do you have him ranked for quarterbacks in your dynasty rankings? We would love to hear it. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can follow Kate at FFBallBlast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Ryan and Matt will be back on Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll be back on Thursday to help you guys win your dynasty leagues.